Que las palabras de mi boca y las meditaciones de nuestros corazones sean aceptables a tus ojos, oh Señor, nuestra fuerza y nuestro Redentor. Amén. Please have a seat. A few years ago, I was assigned to help one of our retired priests with co-facilitating children's chapel at my former church's preschool. We both had our own style. I liked to sing. He preferred storytelling. Our collective goal was to create a transformational experience where the presence of God would interact with all parents, children, teachers, and priests. And so our chapel time would always open with a call and response where the priest would say, I was glad when they said unto me, and everyone would respond, let us go to the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. An ancient but remarkable approach. Entering God's house with joy gives us the opportunity to open ourselves to holy transformation, to allow God to take our gifts and talents and transform us into the people of God to glorify God, not only in the church, but out in the world as well. Cuando entramos en la iglesia, por ejemplo, cuando cantamos ¡Qué alegría cuando me dijeron, vamos a la casa del Señor! Estamos invitando a la presencia de Dios para transformar nuestras vidas. Bienvenidos a todos. Welcome. Hoy celebramos Candelaria, la presentación de nuestro Señor Jesucristo en el templo. And so here we are. The feast of the presentation of Jesus in the temple. Annual Meeting Sunday, the day when we gather together to reflect on the life of the congregation, to review the past year, and to dream about our future. But I want to first explore just a little about this feast that we're celebrating. The Holy Family is once again on the move, this time from Nazareth to Jerusalem to present Jesus, their firstborn, to God. Hoy en nuestro Evangelio, la Sagrada Familia viaja desde Nazaret a Jerusalén para presentar a su Hijo, Jesús, en el templo. While the scene of our gospel is traditionally depicted in beautiful paintings and all sorts of iconography, the reality of Joseph and Mary, poor, barely surviving, traveling for days once again to the holy city to fulfill what has been commanded for them in their faith. Yes, they're presenting their child to God. They're also presenting one of the most simple offerings they can afford, turtle doves. Richer people would have offered a lamb, but that's all they could manage. And so the family brings not... the brings not only their son, but they've also brought themselves, their hearts, their livelihoods, their weariness, and their hopes for something new, for a new life. Do they understand everything that's taking place in the temple? 
Most likely not. Temple worship wasn't the norm for people from Nazareth. And so when Jesus was presented, two righteous and devout people appear in the story. One man, Simeon, and a woman, Anna. Both immediately begin to realize what is being fulfilled right in front of their very eyes. And their reactions are quite similar. They're recognizing the inauguration of God's saving actions upon all people. And they begin praising God for the prophecies they believe are now being fulfilled. The story of God's salvation is just beginning. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Cuando los santos padres presentan su hijo, Jesús en el templo, dos personas, Ana y Simeón, reconocen a Jesús como el Mesías y alaban a Dios por la, salve, la salvación que seguirá. ¡Qué alegría cuando me dijeron, vamos a la casa del Señor! At this time last year, I called for us at the annual meeting last year and in my address, I called for us to be a community of compassion, commitment, and a community of disciples. We set aggressive goals to deepen our partnership with ICM, to reach out in partnership with our neighborhood and with Garfield School, and I ask us to explore all sorts of topics such as racial inequality, poverty, LGBT rights, and economic inequality. Today I stand before you and say that we set out with some big tasks to do, some great goals to achieve, and guess what? We achieved most of them. Gracias a Dios hemos logrado muchas de nuestras metas para el año 2015. Because of you, our community organized the Diocesan Convention Eucharist in an entirely different way this year, where over a thousand people in this diocese worshipped at convention. At Christmas time, more than 500 children in our community had a fabulous Christmas season through our Garfield Elementary Partnership. And in deepening our relationship with ICM, we now have three people from this congregation on the board of trustees at ICM, including the president. And over 40 families that, that are clients of ICM were able to give Christmas gifts to their kids because of you. Our Spanish-speaking community opened the Festival of Posadas for the entire diocese and worshipped, celebrated, and fed over 250 people afterwards. It was an awesome party. Tuvimos gran éxito cuando empezamos la celebración de posadas para el diócesis entero. Because of who we are as well, because of the talents in this community, our community celebrated together when the one community gave us a Spotlight on Success Local Heroes Award for our work on championing equal rights and fairness in the workplace. And through the talents of this community, the people of Trinity, we began exploring topics of racial inequality. And in two weeks' time from now, we're hosting a thoughtful, cutting-edge conference on examining the ways that our church can help eliminate racism in our world once and for all. Through our stewardship efforts, 
Our campaign for pledges in 2016 saw a total of over 200 pledging units and more than 35 of those which were new. And a greater financial commitment from you, a greater financial commitment from you, the people of Trinity, that this congregation has seen in over 35 years. In 2015, our formation programming, our spiritual development program, we found all sorts of new formation by the study of liturgy, by several book studies we had. We have more people enrolled now in EFM than we've had in a very long time, and our Sunday Bible study at 9 a.m. goes strong every week. Our arts ministry, our quilters ministry, the music ministry, newcomers, MDGs, hospitality, and our outreach ministries to all in need are transforming our hearts, transforming our community, and our efforts are revealing what kind of transformation is absolutely possible when God is involved. One year, we have done so much. Un año solamente hemos cumplido tantas cosas. It really kind of overwhelms me with joy when I think of it all. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. We have clearly embarked upon our mission statement, welcoming all to be transformed in Christ through worship, fellowship, and service. And we could just pat ourselves on the back and wish each other well, but guess what? The fire of the Holy Spirit has been lit upon us. No going back. In the way that Simeon and Anna's hearts light up when they see the Christ child, we have also begun to see the salvation of God unfolding right before our very eyes in this sacred space, in the midst of this community. De la misma manera que Ana y Simeon respondieron a Cristo, El Espíritu Santo está revelando nuevas acciones de Dios aquí, en nuestro tiempo presente, ahora. And so for us to nurture the fire of this Holy Spirit, the light of Christ, for us to build on everything that is good, we must nurture the love that we're receiving from God. Our transformation in Christ requires us to nurture our relationship with him, drawing nearer to the heart of God. We need a rich and a rich and profound inner life, almost like a deep well of abundant love, an inner life that gives us clarity and wisdom and discernment. Simeon and Anna saw something in the baby Jesus because their inner life, prompted them into action. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. How is God prompting you this year? And so in 2016, we'll build, we'll build on accomplishments that have become a reality, but with a renewed focus on the journey itself. Listening to the heart of God, entering into times of spiritual development and renewal, and developing great depths of wisdom that will allow us to draw on all that we have, and all that we are, and all that we can be. 
when we're embarking on this pilgrimage called life with a God who loves us more than we could ever ask for or imagine. Here's how our plans are already in motion. This year in Lent, you're going to be invited to enter into a time of spiritual direction. To enter into a time of spiritual direction. It's free. It's confidential. You can actually sign up for a time slot today after the service. You're in being invited to have conversations with trained professionals so that you can talk openly about where the presence of the holy is guiding you. I hope you'll sign up. We're also going to start a program called CVC, Connections, Vocations, Community, that will help our members in their 20s discern their real vocation in life. We'll also be hosting workshops on spiritual exercises and ways to pray during Lent. Our goal is to help you find something that helps nurture your inner life, to sustain you in all that you do. And we'll read Brene Brown's book, The Gift of Imperfection, so that we can begin to identify all those things which stand in the way of a wholehearted life with God. But we'll go further, too. This year, we'll continue to offer additional opportunities for you to engage with prayer. Durante todo el año, vamos a ofrecer oportunidades para aprender a orar en formas nuevas y variadas. Some will be corporate prayer, such as having weekday Eucharist during Lent. But others might be ways to help you create a prayer life in your home, with your spouse, with your family, or maybe just in private. But the goal is that we'll help you learn. Learn to pray for yourself and also for others. In essence, you'll learn how it is absolutely possible to present all of yourself unto the Lord and find strength, reconciliation, and redemption. We owe it to one another to do this. And finally, we'll enter into a period of congregational discernment. Who are we as the people of Trinity Cathedral? How is God engaging the presence of holy in our lives? Where is God calling us? Our mission statement, adopted by the chapter, provides a great framework for this exploration, welcoming all to be transformed in Christ through worship, fellowship, and service. So we're going to talk about how we take this seriously and how we do this. En el año que viene, vamos a reunir específicamente para platicar y explorar cómo podemos encontrar la transformación de Cristo en todo lo que hagamos. Trinity Cathedral is a special place. We're starting to open our hearts in front of the Lord and present all of ourselves, our souls and bodies, and we'll continue to find transformation in Christ Jesus and not just ourselves, but in everyone we meet in ministry together along this great pilgrimage we call life. This is an exciting journey, and our discoveries of abundant blessings await. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. <laughs>